6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All of this, all of this, as the heat continues to be turned up on Premier Kenny and his UCP government. As you know, the province leading the country in daily new COVID cases and active cases at more than 18,000. Let's compare that to Ontario, which has more than three times the population. It has one third the number of active cases. More numbers for you. As of yesterday, 822 people being treated in Alberta hospitals. 74.1% of those are unvaccinated or partially vaccinated. There are 212 in the ICU. That's a record in this province for the entire pandemic. 91.2% of those in the ICU are unvaccinated or partially vaccinated. ICUs were up 155% of capacity yesterday and the province continues continues to add surge beds to keep up. Doctors say the system is on the verge of collapse. Something must be done. What will be done? We will find out again. The news conference with Premier Kenny, the health minister and Dr. Dina Hinshaw, as well as the head of AHS, Dr. Verna Yu, starting at 6 o'clock or at least scheduled for 6 p.m. tonight. We know that all of this follows two days of closed-door cabinet meetings. Vitor Marciano has worked worked in government relations for years, serving as senior advisor to official opposition leaders Danielle Smith, Brian Jean. Vitor joins me on the show this afternoon for his thoughts. Uh, Vitor, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Oh boy, you know what, we were waiting for this all day today. Uh, you know, your thoughts about what's going to happen this evening. Well, we, we still don't really know what's going to happen. Um, we know that uh, between cabinet meetings and caucus meetings and cabinet meetings again, the premier's probably spent, oh, 15 or 16 hours in the last two days in meetings. And uh, uh, we won't really know what the decision is until then. Uh, the rumor mills are buzzing with different op- options. But uh, the last time the premier spoke, uh, Friday, about a week ago, he surprised everybody with things that really weren't getting discussed by the rumor mill. So uh, I'll be waiting for 6 o'clock like you are. Vitor, we know that uh, the premier has been reluctant to implement a vaccine certification system. Um, Why do you believe he is so reluctant to do so? I think in many ways this, this premier is reluctant to uh, to change his mind on things. And early on in the process, he said he wouldn't do that. And now he wants to stick with what he said, even though I think, you know, Albertans have moved beyond where they were early on in the process. So it's uh, he's being stubborn. Uh, he's being stubborn, chasing a smaller and smaller group of people uh, who are, are, are on his side on this. I think an awful lot of, of uh, Albertans of all sorts of political stripes are open to some form of vaccine uh, pass. Vitor Marciano joining me this afternoon. He has kept out, uh, not you, so the Premier, Premier Kenny, has kept out of the news, out of the spotlight. We haven't seen or heard from him uh, very much, maybe once or twice during this federal election campaign. Um, you know, it's not a good look for him, and I think, um, you know, would continue or could look bad for uh, Mr. O'Toole as well if he didn't speak today. Can you give us an idea of what possible influence there could be from the federal leader Given the tight race there on on Mr. Kenny or the Premier Kenny being, um, you know, under the radar over the past few weeks, I am certain that uh, you know the request went out from from you know 
conservative campaign headquarters to Premier Kenny to, to not be a lightning rod in uh, this election in the same way that uh, Premier Doug Ford was a lightning rod in the 2019 election. Um, and there's some value in that, but that shouldn't have prevented the Premier or, frankly, the government, because it doesn't always have to be the Premier, from still being able to speak on issues and get ahead of certain issues and and use that bully pulpit to sort of persuade and control and inform and instruct and beg people to do the right thing if necessary. We have seen all sorts of um, uh, journalists, uh, op-ed pieces being written over the past number of days. Uh, Don Braid today from the Calgary Sun saying that Premier Kenny has to show humility, admit that he was wrong, and uh, explain how he will make it right. Uh, not known uh, the Premier to admit he was wrong. Do you think we'll hear that? Oh, has there have been one or two times during COVID where the Premier's admitted to past mistakes? Uh, frankly, I thought that those were some of his best moments. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope for his sake that we get a little bit of humility and we get a little bit of, of, um, of backtracking and, and gentle explanation. But I have to admit that I'm not holding my breath. I, I think generally the Premier's a little bit more combative and likes to stand his ground and doesn't like to admit mistakes. And um, well, that's a shame because... You know, COVID's been really good at making people who make predictions about the future look like fools. There have been calls for his resignation, and I heard someone say this morning that we've seen people resign over much less, and my goodness, if it was Alison Redford, she would have been gone a long time ago. Uh, Your thoughts on these calls for resignation, Vitor? Uh, The Premier's put himself in a difficult spot. Uh, He's uh, at different times picked fights with sort of everybody so he doesn't really have a base right now and the people who want him to do things that he doesn't want to do frankly aren't going to reward him politically for doing those things because they would have expected him to do it a while ago so the premier premier's in a tough spot yeah but, you know jason kenny's a fighter and uh-huh. and he likes to fight so uh, I, I don't think we've seen the last of them by any, by any stretch of the imagination. You know, we have seen, uh, you know, numerous issues during the past 18 months. You know, you think of Aloha Gate, uh, you know, off the top of my head, um, you know, when it comes to uh, saying that, you know, there was nothing the matter, everything was fine, coming back out later saying, okay, well, you know what, uh, you know, I'm going to accept responsibility uh, for this. I, I, how many more times can we see this from a premier? In, in all honesty, you can see it for a premier for a long time if his, uh, if his caucus and his cabinet don't turn on him. And uh, I mean, okay. realistically, so far, there have only been two caucus members that have gone at him pretty hard. But and, you know uh, as well as I do, Vitor, that there's, there's a lot of dissension in there. Oh, there's a lot of dissension in there. Uh, but... But it's uh, it's a big step between grumbling and dissension and actually, you know, sort of stepping out. And uh, I mean, realistically, so far no one stepped out. Mm-hmm. The, the two the, the two that are out were removed. Yeah. And uh, it's there's lots of political space for the premier to continue to fight them off, even though that might not be the best thing for him politically in the long run. So we have this news conference coming up at six o'clock. Again, you can hear it live right here on 630 Ched. Uh, once the, uh, the cameras turn off, what happens next for uh, Premier Kenny and the UCP? Well, 
if he does a good job of communicating and if he does a good job of developing sort of a communication plan, then then the cameras turning off just should mean that he actually goes to the next step of trying to reach out to Albertans and explain things to Albertans and, 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 and make experts and other people available to explain things. That has not been how they've handled COVID. And uh, as a general rule, there's been too many presidential-type press conferences, too many uh, will take 15 questions, but in a controlled environment. Really, what, what needs to happen right now is the Premier, the Health Minister, Verna Yu, Dina Hinshaw, they all need to make themselves available for hours of questioning. You know, they, they've got to answer all the smart questions and all the dumb questions. They've got to explain everything. They've got to repeat themselves till they're, you know, they're blue in the face because that's what it's going to take for the average Albertan to sort of up their trust level again. They, they, they've lost the trust of an awful lot of Albertans, and it's becoming really hard for them to persuade people to do the right thing. And, you know, we're heading to a space where, you know, 75% of Albertans are mad at the other 25%. Vitor, always appreciate your time. Thank you for this, and thank you for your insight. Pleasure being here. Take care. Vitor Marciano joining me this afternoon. Uh, Vitor, of course, worked in government, uh, has worked in government relations for years, serving as senior advisor to official opposition leaders in this province as well. So you heard what Vitor has to say that all of them, that Premier Kenny, the health minister, the uh, medical officer of health, uh, Dr. Verna Yu from HS, has to be available for all questions the smart ones the dumb ones repeat their messages till they're blue in the face vitor saying that that uh, a lot of trust has been lost or he believes a lot of trust has been lost by a lot of albertans and he has they have to build that back they have to build that back what are we expecting tonight